Blog Talk Radio. The other side of the moon bow for you, but you won't open your eyes. I'm all by my side. generations 
beyond the generations of that which is the generation of man because we are in truth primordial energy primordial energy I'm talking about energy that came before we became aware of what we are the thing is to recognize whose we are you see that has been a complication to so many people in this living of which we live and the time has come just to step up and claim it I'm going to shout it out that's what's up with the kingology it's a theory that I have that I put together because I believe in living thought that's an energy vibration that all of us can tap into. But you have to get in the proper frequency of it. You know, there's meditation, there's the aspect of calming your being to be. Follow what I'm saying. Calming your being to be. You see, you have been conditioned to accept that you are what you think you are, when in actuality you're not that at all. You're not that. What do you think you are? What do you think you are? Can you tell me what your thought is of who you are? Somebody will say, oh, well, you know, I'm a dude lives on this street here and blah, blah, blah. Or I'm a father of X number of children, which is blah, blah, blah. Or I am a secretary or I'm the CEO of, no, 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 you're none of that. When it comes to identifying being. I'm talking about existence. I'm talking about the vibration that allows your ebb and flow of the breath you breathe. That's what I'm talking about. What is that? What is that? And the only way you can find out what that is is to commune with that. To commune with your breath is to better understand your breath. That's one of the key ingredients to meditation to concentrate on the breath because of so much more than what you have been conditioned to believe it is. You see, you can't stop breathing unless you stop breathing. That sounds like a paradox, doesn't it? But breathing is involuntary. I just had a flash. Years ago, I was home. At least I thought it was home. There was no one there. My then wife 
had issues of me and her being the oneness that I thought was divine and inspired and was my forever. But she packed up and she left. She couldn't deal with being there anymore and I couldn't understand why and I was in a state of deep depression and I didn't know what to do with myself. And truth be told, I didn't know what to do with myself for a long time, at least three to four years before I came to an awakening. That's why it's so important for me to bring to you Kingology because it is an awakening through alternate sight. You have to see things differently in order to embrace that which you have not seen before, that which is for you to see first within your mind. So you have to create the vision and then bring that vision into reality. Some people call those dreams. Some people call those aspirations. But you see, you have to first see it before you see it. We are the manifestors. We'll get into that at another point in time. But as I was reflecting, all of a sudden I was I was in the house and reflecting back on that breath thing, I was depressed and feeling low and I remember looking up at a photograph, not a photograph, it was a drawing on a card. And it was so funny because the card was fish. And there was this big fish, and this big fish was on the front of the card. And you opened the card, and you saw all these little fish following this big fish. And it was a Father's Day card, but this particular day was Father's Day, and I didn't feel nothing like Father on that day. And I remember going to the bathroom. And as I leaned over the tub, I don't know exactly what I was about to do, but I heard a loud thump outside like the thump you hear associated with screeching wheels when someone gets hit by a car. And whatever I was in, I snapped out of it because that was like, wait a minute, something's not right. So I went to the front of the house and I looked out the window and what appears to have happened There was a person on a bicycle who was in the flow of a fast-moving vehicle that not only struck his bike but flew him, but the impact caused the person to fly into the air off of the bike and land right there on the corner of my street. As I'm looking down 
Now, those of you who may have been with me for a while would know that I have a history of being a paramedic in the city of Baltimore. I was here as such for over 20 years. And inside of my home, I had my first aid kit. I call it my doctor's bag because we also did the medic role of football games, lacrosse, soccer, athletic games for the high schools because it was a requirement and probably still is to have some medical professional there to assist if by chance an injury occurs. And we've had uh, quite a few of those. There was a time to where I remember someone's um, elbow, I'm not sorry, not the elbow, the shoulder was dislocated. Um, I was with a guy who also with was with the Special Forces, and we would do things that was found astonishing to other people. If you know what you're doing, it's one thing, but if you don't, don't attempt it. So there was a few dislocated shoulders we were able to put back in socket. But if you don't know what you're doing, don't do it because there's a lot of nerves and a lot of vessels that are associated with that process. And if you don't know what you're doing, you can cause more damage than good. Well, getting back to the gentleman who was hit by the car, I ran downstairs with my bag to see what was going on. And everybody had stepped away from him because this is what people tell everybody. Don't touch him until the medical professional gets there. Okay? And when I came out the house, they was like, King knows what to do. He's a paramedic. But it just happened, so they didn't even bother knocking on my door. They didn't know I was even home for that matter. So lo and behold, I go and I go down to where he is, and I tell him, you know, um, I need some assistance here. We got to straighten him out after checking his body, making sure that there was no other fractures that was associated with what had happened. But his head was in an awkward position, and he needed a collar for support. And checking to make sure there was nothing else that could have been obviously damaged in moving him, we were able to straighten his body. And in the process of straightening his body, bringing his body, listen to what I'm saying, bringing his body into alignment, suddenly he began to breathe, still unconscious, because it appears as though he had also struck his head. But he was able to breathe. He took breath on his own. That's what I'm talking about in regards to the breath. The breath knows more than you do, even when you're not conscious. Even when you're in your deepest sleep, the breath knows what to do if you're not hindering it. But you have to be in alignment for it to function as it ought. Hence, meditation. 
You see where I'm going with that? I hope you do. I hope you understand that I'm not here just to be here. I'm here because there's a love I have for you. I'm in the process of putting together a program called Kingology. And in this program, there's going to be an aspect known as AMOLA. And if I'm not mistaken, that acronym actually is attached to the meaning of a word. But for intensive purposes, AMOLA actually means attaining mastery of living awareness. Check that out. Attaining mastery of living awareness. Why? It's important to identify and recognize that in order to live life effectively and efficiently and productively, you have to be in a place of being able to master what it is about life that is you and come into alignment with that. There are things that are called laws of the universe. And in our book, The Power of Choice, path of divine royalty to conquer darkness, I allude to the fact that we are more powerful than what we could possibly imagine because we are attached to a vibratory, a vibratory expression of the God force that we have been disassociated with not disconnected, because you see, life does not disconnect itself from life. Energy is all there is. And the manifestation of energy is at varying levels. And ours is to manifest the energy transference in this life's experience to manifest the fullness of creation through what we can visualize first in our thoughts and then create it and act upon it and move forward in it as the energy and the life vibration that it is for us to identify, recognize, love and appreciate of life and the power that it attains and is attainable for us. So, trapped inside of you, waiting to be realized is the authentic creation that makes you uniquely divine. No one is made to be you but you. 
Let me tell you that again. No one is made to be you but you. Your empowerment comes from within. Les Brown had said something that really floored me, and I've been talking about it this whole weekend. He said, the kingdom within is is voice activated. The kingdom within is voice activated. That is seriously deep. And you have to embrace that in a a way that you may not fully and clearly understand. Why? Because the key to the kingdom is within you. The song ends and it says, the sun and the moon bows for you. the life force that is within you recognizes and identifies what you see. We call it sunrise and sunset. But think about this. When the judge enters into the the court, the bailiff says, all rise, Doesn't he? Imagine that's what the sun is doing for you. Without the sun, life would not exist as we know it on this planet. And the sun reaches every corner of the earth at some point in time. But then, as it pours out the light source on the life force that is upon the planet Earth. It sets, as some may say. But have you ever considered that the sun is bowing for you? You are so important to the whole existence of life's living because you are an aspect of the divine. You're the key to the kingdom. If you can't see, I am here to help show you what can be seen. In the depths of my heart, I will never leave the recognition that God lives inside of you. It is the power of life within. This is God. And let no one make you believe contrary to that. You see, people keep saying these things, man, life is hard. No. 
the way in which you're living life is hard. But if you identify life for what it is, the vibration and the manifestation of the God force within you, and then allow that love to flow because that's what's key. Love flowing, life and love working in harmony with one another brings us to a place that has been untouched by the average individual when they are awakened. Your potential can only be released once you acknowledge the intent of your living life can only be answered by the love of life and the spirit of truth. Otherwise, our action, deeds, and accomplishments begins to lose value when we discover we are not adding heartfelt value in understanding our purpose. So the living of your life must come to be aligned with who you are. And you have to recognize that divine operation is always for expansion and fuller expression. This means the production of something that has not gone before, something entirely new, not excluded in the past experience, but proceeding out of it by an orderly sequence of growth. Growth and development are key to evolve, to be more than what you ever thought you could have been before. So, we are here to assist in you discovering your potential, in you aligning with your authenticity. Here to empower and to aid in you rising above opinions because everybody has those. But when you find out who you are, and whose you are, you come into a better alignment with what your purpose truly is. You know, so it's like, really, we got to change outdated perceptions of yourself. I had to do it for myself, and so I, I know that I'm not the only one. Because we are here to promote you to reconcile your connection to life and love. Yes. That's what we're here to do. And we must. And we will. Because we believe in you in such a way to where if we can only allow you to feel it like fire. that does not consume but a fire that radiates warmth and love and light well then truly you would feel yourself as being very very special 
Yes, yes, yes. We need to feel the heat from your fire. Shut up in your bones. Come on. Don't let that get you in the wrong place. Like I told you, trapped inside of you, waiting to be released, is the authentic creation that makes you uniquely divine. You see... When I speak to you of life, I speak to you of the God which goes by many names, the source of all creation, that which is the manifestation of the beginning, before the beginning, that which was conscious, that became consciousness. And in the consciousness, the awareness, of itself, the expansion began. And in that process of expansion came formation, manifestation, structure, order. These are just some of the principles of which we speak. In a nutshell, many will say, I'll tell you that there's either seven or twelve laws and some will tell you there's 14, but with our program called Attaining Mastery of Living Awareness, we will share with you 50 primordial universal laws that others won't share with you because they don't go into the depths of understanding what life is really and truly all about. Now, I'd speak to you of living thought. And in the process of me speaking to you of living thought, come to this place with me of understanding that living thought is a vibration of energy that is far beyond anything that man can even actualize. But they came to a place of figuring out that they can send frequencies through the air. That's why you have cell phones today. That's why you have what Back in the day, they called the wireless because that was like something like whoa to them. Because to have a radio, transistor radio, was like serious stuff when it was high tech, which now I don't think you can find anybody with a transistor radio unless the great-grandfather got it somewhere stashed away. But the point I'm making here is we are the continuation of creation, okay? The manifestation of the primordial energy that came to the earth is from a divine space and place where life, the life force that manifests itself in all the things that occur here on the earth plane came from one place one source, one energy before there was anything and then there was everything. So in a nutshell, let's say there are seven universal laws or principles by which the entire universe is governed. Okay? The law of mentalism when I talk to you about vision, 
when I spoke to you about thought, when I brought to you that in your mind you have to see what it is that you are going to bring to form, to create, to make manifest. That is just a small portion of what is known as mentalism, that which is conscious, that brings consciousness, action, movement, configuration. So then there's correspondence. Now, it's a simple term when you think of a letter from one place to another, but this is communication. And communication is key. Like I said, you're key to the kingdom. And it's key for us to communicate because we each are individualized aspects of the divine here to share so that we can fit this puzzle together of over 7.8 billion pieces so that we can better understand why we are here and what we are to do and that is to love but there's so much confusion right now people are all over the place with it but all of these mentalism and correspondence can only manifest through vibration. And if you notice, these are three of which I brought. And in this three, there's this thing called the Trinity. The Trinity is something that people have issues with because what's been going on with us is that We are conditioned creatures of familiarity. You may not know this, but this is who we are. Whatever you was taught by someone else is what you are responding and acting upon in this plane of your current awareness. But when you are tapped into living thought, you need not have one teach you here. The scripture even speaks on this, but people don't want you to know that because the scripture is a living document that living thought operates within when you are aligned with the proper vibration to bring to your realization the truth. So, all of us are so accustomed to remaining comfortable in our own thoughts of old until we actually refuse to accept change for the better because it's generational. It's been generational for years, for decades, for centuries, for eons. And the coding is in your DNA. And that's where Kingology comes in. 
because you have physical DNA and you have spiritual DNA. And if you listened to my show previously, you know that I shared with you that there's only two fears that man is born with. The fear of loud noises and the fear of falling. Everything else is conditioned. And when you have been discovered to be a conditioned creature, well, then all it takes is to condition you, and you'll stay in that space. Why do you think they hung the man from the tree and left him there? Because they wanted to condition the minds of the people who wanted to revolt and say no more. But it even goes deeper than that. There's a lot of people like football games. Why? Because they want to see the struggle. They want to see the best man win, if you will. The best team, if you will. The greater over the lesser, if you will. The good over the bad, if you will. Well, Today is January the 18th, which is three days after the actual birthday of Martin Luther King, which people have been celebrating on Monday. I guess one could say from the federal aspect of things. But I have a quote here that says, so much in what I just spoke because fear is what rules our world today. And we're dealing with this COVID without any understanding, just like they stormed the Capitol. I don't know who they are, but I know they was wrong. But that was symbolic of something that happened long before you and I can really tap into. Because there was a war in heaven. I think they stormed the Capitol then, or headquarters, if you will. And they was like on the takeover. And Archangel Michael said, no, we're not having this. And he defeated the resistance, if you will. Just like removing cancer from the body when it is known, when it is known, when it is known that cancer is trying to take over the whole body. And cancer is a strange thing because cancer is something that isn't swallowed and it takes form or breathes in like a virus that takes form. It's something that shifts the molecular structure of the cell within you that is you. 
They won't tell you that. They won't give you the real story behind what cancer really is. Cancer is a mutated cell. Cancer is a cell that went renegade and said, we're not doing what we were given instructions to do. And something causes that to happen. And that's why cancer research is still going on, because they haven't figured out what's going on in the DNA of the cell to make that change happen or to eradicate it properly without it coming back again. You see, what I have to share will take time to share it. So we're composing a class to make these things happen. You can find me on uh, King kingsphilosophy.org. You can find me on my Facebook page, King Teasdell, T-E-A-S-D-E-L-L. You can find me at Gmail, King Teasdell at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter. And very soon you'll be able to find me on mastermind.com as well because that's where we're going to launch our program. So I bring to you a thing that I also call the Bible be bat. But let me tell you, Amola, that's the thing I forgot to tell you. Um, and being in alignment with the breath and meditation, I get downloads. And I am blessed that there are books to confirm the things in which the enemy has some hint of its reality. So the term BBAT came to me, the acronym, which is also an acronym. So did AMOLA come to me, which is also an acronym. Now, this is the amazing thing about the acronym of AMOLA, Attaining Mastery of Living Awareness. That acronym actually is connected to a name, which means priceless, of great value or precious. Just to give you a little dose of what I'm sharing. Now, the Bible be back. BBAT is my acronym, meaning basic insights beyond average thought. You see, I've come to recognize that the Bible is a living document. And if you're not tapped in correctly, you're not going to pick up on that. And you're not going to see the things that the spirit of truth will open to your eyes to have revealed to you. So the story of the war in heaven, I can clearly see that we are the result of that war. We're the byproduct because 
that war in heaven of which this energy was cast out because, see, we constantly are so acclimated to visualizing things in human consciousness. We can't see energy and understand energy because we're so accustomed to seeing things from a limited mindset. So my story that I share is to recognize the war in heaven and what happened there. And in that war, that energy was cast out of heaven to the earth. This is primordial energy now on the earth that then we get the Torah or the five books of creation, however you want to name it, however it has been named. And in that, we come to identify that in the beginning, God, who goes by many names, created the heavens and the earth. Now, interestingly enough, it is plural there, and you've heard me say that before. Heavens is plural, not earth. And it says, and the earth was void. In some translations, it says empty. In some translations, it says chaotic or without form. But all the translation says, and darkness covered the surface of the deep. And I expressed previously that you take a seed and you plant the seed in the soil. The soil is the surface of which the seed must be planted in. That darkness, that surface, before it can come forth. Darkness covered the surface of the deep. But it has to have the right atmosphere, right? So the Spirit of the Lord hovered over the waters, is what it says. And water is a very important ingredient to life itself. There are the elements earth, wind, fire, and water. And spirit, which is the fifth element. And some people say that is love. So, then God said, let there be light. Okay? In order for the seed to come forth, and everything came forth. You see? So, the Bible BBAT is actually an acronym meaning basic insights beyond average thought. And the word bebat is actually a Latin word meaning to drink. I can clearly see that people are really thirsty, but the thirst is not being quenched. The Bible bebat will not only be quenching, but will add to your desire for more. So, 
of the seven universal laws that I was speaking of, of which the Amola brings you 50 primary universal laws, not just seven, not just 12, because there's, in actuality, over 400 of them. So let's not get it twisted. But the first three that I shared with you, that trinity in and of itself, they are the immutable laws. They're the ones that are unchanging. They are the higher laws, mentalism, correspondence, and vibration. And the laws of polarity, rhythm, cause, and effect, and gender are the four transitory lower laws. They exist in order for there to be physicality. You follow what I'm saying? Before the physical was the spiritual, you can't touch mentalism. You can't touch correspondence, communication. Look at your cell phone. Where does that information come from? Where does your thoughts come from? You see, your thoughts are really not yours. They are transmitted to you because there is only one mind but many brains. And the brain is the tool that receives the transmission of the thought. And it is the mind that translates the thought into the vision to bring it to a better awareness. And then these you add to the aspect of cause and effect. That which can only come when cause and effect has a polarity which is balanced, okay, in order to have this rightness, which some people call righteousness, but rightness and the rhythm that is required for the motion. And the law of gender is very interesting because the law of gender is almost like yin-yang. Well, let's rephrase that because you may not understand that when I say it from that perspective. But if I say, look at the pendulum, and the pendulum swings from one side to the other, and the pendulum of life is perpetual, and it goes from one side to the next. And as it swings from one side, it swings in equal motion. That might not be the right term, but that's the term we're using right now. Equal distance to match the equation of that which was. So, next week I think I'm going to bring to you my story, uh, a story that begins with the sun reasoning with eye-catching sorrow in the cosmic court of law 
You see, we were just talking about law. His reasoning is about the reckless love he had for and still has for the creation the creator had created. The creation, the creator loves deeply. But something happened. Hmm. I hope I elevated you to a point of an interesting place of hunger of which you may want more of what we have in store. But let me share this with you. I love using the terminology spirit of truth. The spirit of truth has many names. Some call it holy dove. And holy is an interesting word because holy is really holy. W-H-O-L-Y. That which is complete. Holy. So... I think I want to play Flying High. I, I don't know. I'm I'm feeling that holy thing again now. I, I don't know. Maybe let's deal with Heal the World. Listen, people. I love you. I need you. Reach out to me. Keep your prayers in for me. Because things have got to change. And that's what I'm here to do. Because the only constant is change. about um, the generations and to say we want to make it a better place for our children and our children's children so that they, 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 they know it's a better world for them and think they can make it a better place. There's a place in your heart and I know that it is love brighter than tomorrow and if you really try you'll find there's no need to cry in this place you feel there's no hurt or sorrow there are ways to get there if you care enough for the living make a little space make a better place heal the world 